Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Today we're joined by pain specialist, Dr. Asher Goldstein from New Jersey. Thank you for joining us today. Good afternoon, Linda. How are you? Good, thank you. So could you tell us what's been happening in your practice with LDN and pain? So, and I've been practicing now just about 15 years and only started using LDN uh, about two and a half years ago. It's actually interesting is that I, I just attended a conference on Friday, two days ago. And when I last attended that conference in 2019, which was, you know, BC before COVID, uh, <laughs> um, I, had, I, I had no even thought of LDN. I remember like, you know, just flashing back to those three years pro- um, previous, there was nothing about LDN said, I had nothing in my, on, in my recollection about LDN. And interestingly enough, Three years ago, I went as an attendee, and this year I was invited to speak about LDN. Um, so they were very curious, and uh, out of about 100 doctors, uh, pain specialists, only about five had even heard about LDN. So it was a very receptive audience uh, with a lot of questions and answers You know, during the uh, non-technical sessions just floating around. So it was very good, and hopefully uh, there'll be 95 other doctors that can help uh, their patients as well. Um, <clears throat> in regard to um, my, um, my LDN um, use and, and, and prescribing in the, in the pharmacy, it's, it's uh, it developed and, uh, and, and transformed dramatically over the past uh, uh, two and a half years that I've been using it. Um, I, I've gone, I've shifted in how I prescribe the, lo- the, the low dose naltrexone uh, I've gone to a much lower and slower, um, uh, you know, titration pack. Um, you know, I started a half milligram. I only go up by a half milligram a week. I have a compound pharmacy that uh, has made a t- Dr. Goldstein titration pack, and um, and by and large, my uh, the issues that patients had previously with side effects are. 99% gone. I think I've had one or two patients stop LDN because of side effects in the last year. And so that's nearly gone. Everybody reports dreams at some point in time, but uh, you know when they're warned about it, it's usually not an issue. At most, the patients will move their once a day medication to the morning as opposed to the evening. And then generally those patients move it back to the evening You know, a few weeks later. Um, but I've really branched out and started using the LDN in, in many, many applications, uh, especially with patients that have, they come to me, you know, uh, not necessarily all the time with a, a specific diagnosis. I'll have patients come, they've been in pain for 15 years, 20 years. <clears throat> they've had, you know, a, 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 a um, a rheumatologic test here or there that sometimes shows something, sometimes doesn't. They don't have anything specific. They're feeling run down. They're feeling exhausted. 
um, and they're in pain and nothing else has worked. And LDN seems to work very much for these patients, even though they don't have specific diagnoses. I'm not even counting, uh, uh, you know, the patients that, that we're treating from a pain perspective, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia, you know, Crohn's, you know, uh, it, it, the list is, is, uh, is big, it's, it's, it's big, and hopefully we'll get bigger, the list that we have people that we can treat. I'm treating people also even with non-painful conditions, right? I have a patient came with Haley Haley. Uh, my dermatologist friend was very upset with me because uh, he's like, that's supposed to be for me. I'm like, I use LDN. He's like, hey, I use LDN too. How do you know? <laughs> it was very funny. And then um, uh, a polycystic ovary syndrome. Some patients have come referred from different pharmacies. So even non-painful uh, patients or patients without pain uh, are, are coming just for the LDN. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I've read, I read, read extensively about it in the beginning and you're like, okay, I think I should use this. But then once as a practitioner, once you actually see the proof in the pudding, you know, it's, it's amazing. Just amazing for me. It's, it's completely transformed my practice and where some of the more not, not difficult patients, but I would just say, well, some of the more patients with difficult to treat pain syndromes are less difficult to treat pain syndromes now. So it's been fantastic. So the million dollar question that everybody asks is, mm. I've been on pay, pain medications for the last 20 years. Those pain medications aren't working. I'd like to try LDN. How can I go about starting? <clears throat> so, you know, I tell the patient, what they'll usually say to me is the pain medications, you know, help me get, get around, but they don't really treat me well enough. Like they allow me to get out of bed, you know? So that I tell them, you know, a hammer can also put a screw into the, into the wall, but a much better tool would be the screwdriver, right? And it makes less of a mess, a hammer. So the opiates are the hammer. Um, and, and yeah, so it's hard to, so it takes, um, you can either go the quick way, uh, which is a little more difficult, or you can go the slower way, which is difficult in its own way. But look, if somebody has been on opiate medication for 15, 20 years, they have to significantly reduce their, their load. Some doctors will want them to be completely off pain medication. I find that if we can reduce it to maybe 40 or 50 morphine milligram equivalents, MMEs, and people could look up what MMEs are online that in regard to their particular medication and how to convert it to MMEs. There are conversion calculators, but usually about 40 to, 40 to 50 MMEs can still be handled with um, LDN as long as it's not extended release medication. So for example, for example, Oxycodone, a combination with acetaminophen, also sometimes known as endoset or Percocet in the United States. So if somebody's taking seven and a half milligrams twice a day or three times a day, I can actually work that in together with LDN. I tell my patients, as long as you're not taking the opiate medication four hours before or four hours after your LDN, you should be okay. You can take it the other 16 hours of the day as long as you need, if you need to. 
Um, so for example, if they go to sleep at 10 p.m. and that's when they take their LDN, their last uh, Percocet could be uh, at uh, 6 p.m. and the first one could be at 2 a.m. if they wake up in the middle of the night. Um, but between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. in this particular example, they can't take it. Now, if somebody's on a higher dosage of that, they have to reduce it or eliminate it. And that could either be done over time with slow titration, or that could be done through uh, medication-assisted withdrawal using Suboxone. Um, both of them have their pluses and minuses. You know, the, the, the Suboxone is quicker, but it, it usually requires a patient to go through 24 to 36 hours of uh, moderate discomfort I call it going through the ring of fire uh, as, until the suboxone kicks in in order to uh, help the patients. The other way is uh, you know two to three month taper of uh, lowering the opiates while not getting the, uh, the, the LDN yet, which can also be uncomfortable. But it can be done. Bottom line is we, you don't have to eliminate it completely. It just has to be reduced. Okay. So what have the outcomes been as in a time frame for LDN to actually start to work? So it's, it's a huge variety of time onset. I mean, I've seen as quick as a week. I've seen as long as six months. Um, it's really, the main thing is talking to the patients, realistic expectations um, and, and setting an education, meaning patients have to understand that there's many different ways that people respond to the medication. Typically, patients with fibromyalgia go quicker. Patients with things like polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS take longer. Uh, I've seen the patients with Crohn's, uh, uh, they, those go pretty quick. So in general, the medication helps patients whose diseases have two things in common. Um, the immune system dysfunction, I don't like to say autoimmune, I like the immune system dysfunction, as well as an inflammatory state. So those patients that have more inflammation, the, I find that more inflammation than immune system dysfunction, I find that the uh, medication works quicker. And those patients that have more immune system dysfunction than inflammation, it takes longer. That's been my sort of empiric, you know, uh, uh, view of what I've seen. And again, DNA is what really rules everything. So you can have, you know, you know, same disease to different patients and respond completely differently. My lowest dose of, of, uh, of onset of action uh, has been, I think, 0.3 milligrams. And I actually have one patient now a uh, polycystic ovary syndrome patient at six and a half um, in the evening and two milligrams in the morning. So eight and a half milligrams. You know, in the beginning, I would have never even thought that a patient could respond so low or a patient's respond so high. But what, one thing I've learned about LDN is that don't ever put yourself in a box. You could, because LDNs, you know, uh, constantly you know, uh, is evolving in my mind and its use and, and how would patients respond to it. Mm -hmm. So you were saying there uh, about the dosing range, have you gone higher than six and a half milligrams? 
Um, not me, not, not personally, you know, I have not had the need to, um, but I have, you know, in, in, as a single dose, I haven't gone higher than six and a half, but uh, I have gone in a, in a daily dose high six and a half. Yes. Mm -hmm. So how, do you ever prescribe it more than twice a day? Not yet. Twice a day. Okay. I'm open to it. But um, it, those patients that I've found the need for the twice a day, and it's usually the second dose is usually having to deal with mood or energy versus pain. Um, so those patients, uh, once we get the second dose in in the morning, that usually stabilizes them. That's typically why I'm giving a second dose. It's not necessarily for the, the pain, but more for the mood and energy. Mm -hmm. And as you say, everybody is individual. The dosing is individual. Um, there are some doctors that are prescribing, getting the patient stable, let's say, on 4.5 milligrams. And then they will do a second dose in the morning of 4.5. And you're doing it at a lower dose in the morning, but higher in the evening. And it is so patient dependent on what works best for that patient. How long would you say it takes to uh, find that right dose for a patient? You know, the right dose can, you know, again, as quick as a week I've had. It's highly unusual, but that's the quickest. And I actually didn't believe the patient. So I sort of pushed them to go higher Then they felt worse. And then I'm like, okay, listen to your own advice. Listen to the patient. We went back down um to half milligram um, um and as long as six plus months you know there's just a huge variety of responses but like i said the the, the inflammatory state patients you know they respond quicker the 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 more immune dysfunction patients take longer but the majority of the, my patients that i've seen they're having their disease five ten fifteen years so they these patients have a lot of patients typically and uh, as long as they perceive that the doctor is working together with them, listening to them, acknowledging, a lot of patients say to me, my, my family thinks I'm crazy. My doctors think I'm crazy. I'm like, you're not crazy. You just, you have an, an, atypical, an atypical issue. And atypical issues are sometimes difficult to deal with. And when people don't want to deal with them, then, you know, sometimes we put names and labels on them. <laughs> so for those patients who are on a very low dose and LDN is working fine for them, do you try further down the road to increase that dose? Or do you just I, 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 I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of person. So, you know, <laughs> so, so, uh, so usually not. You know, I actually had a patient in uh, this morning who said to me, you know, they're at, they, when they, this is a person with a lot of um, um, both back issues as well as uh, immune dysfunction um, issues. And, and it basically it was fibromyalgia when he came in and fibromyalgia is not a typical diagnosis in men, but this, this, this gentleman had it when he came in and I examined him. Um, so he was operating, he said at 20% capacity when he started. And now he's at uh, three milligrams and he's operating at 70% capacity. And uh, he's like, you know, he says, 
I'm, I'm happy where I am. He says, I, I don't need, I don't want to push it any further up or further down. I'm worried that if I go up, it'll be worse. He says, I'm, 70% is a huge, a huge change from where I was. So <clears throat> again, if a patient wants me to push a little bit, I always tell them, you know, we can always move it. I can write quarter milligram pills and you can, you know, gently push it up or down. You know, you have that ability. It's not a medication that's fixed in any which way. And, and I speak to them that their, their need for the dose may increase or decrease with time, you know, so they should just be aware that it's, it's not fixed in stone. Mm -hmm. I even tell mm -hmm. patients that four and a half milligrams is just an aiming point. We have to aim somewhere. That's my aiming, you know. So you can't see all the patients with pain around the world. What would you say to doctors who are presented with patients with pain who don't really know anything about LDN and don't feel confident prescribing so, it? Uh, that I get if I was able to spend a half an hour of educating a doctor, I, yeah, I get much more return on investment than half an hour educating a patient, right? Because yeah, I, I can help one patient, but that doctor can help, uh, you know, a hundred, you know, uh, hundred patients a week, uh, or or you know, I'm just saying. But that's why I, I really want to go to the conferences that are not LDN conferences and speak about LDN. And encourage you know doctors. I I say, you know, it, the upside is that it's it relatively inexpensive, right? There is very few, if any, side effects, and very few, if any, um, drug drug interactions. The downside for doctors is that you got to talk to your patients. <laughs> so some doctors don't like to do that strangely enough as bizarre as that sounds but that's really the downside like you know i, I i'm having sometimes to convince a doctor to uh they're, they're like I, I don't have i don't have the eight minutes to, to spend with the patient additionally to speak with them about ldn but i'm like well first of all you invest that eight minutes and they're going to wind up coming to you much less because uh, complaining much less, taking up less of your time because their pain is less. I said, and if you can't do it, I said, send me your, your nurse practitioner or your physician assistant. Let me educate them and they can, you know, uh, uh, help the patients. It doesn't have to be you as long as you're, as long as the doctor is receptive, that there can be things that they don't quite understand and you can help. You don't always have to have, you know, a form, an exact formula on how to treat a patient. Sometimes if the, the disease is not exact, then the medication doesn't have to be exact. So how can people get hold of you? Me, they, 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 can, uh, they can call my office, you know, Usher Goldstein with an A. I'm on, I'm a, you know, they can Google me and you can find my phone number and they, you know, make an appointment. I, I mean, I, I uh, and then, you know, we could take it from there. If there are physicians that are listening to this, you know, you want to spend some additional time with me, I'll spend half an hour, an hour, I'll go out to dinner, we'll have coffee, we'll figure something out. Because uh, uh, for me to, to help uh, a medical professional understand that this is about as benign of a medication as possible, and it can help all those patients that you, you know, when you see those patients on the list and you're like, oh my God, what am I, how am I going to help this person today, right? That's who I was 
I wish I found this medication years ago. Maybe I wouldn't have ripped the hair out of my head, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but like truly, I, I tell my patients, this is this medication doesn't do anything to you, which is why there are no side effects. They're like, well, why am I going to take it if it doesn't do anything to me? So I say this medication allows your body to start working for itself again. That's why all it does is it blocks a receptor for three, four hours. That's it, nothing else. And because we do that, because it does that for three, four hours, then the whole magic happens. The magic of normal level of endorphins. That is, that is the secret sauce, right? You bring the endorphin levels back up to normal, and then the body has the fuel that it needs to do the myriad of, uh, of uh, chemical reactions that normal levels of endorphins allow. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experience with us today. I mean, it's fantastic what you've done in such a short period of time. Well, I look forward to helping uh, you know, more patients and I look forward to uh, uh, educating more, more medical professionals. Thank you. Thank you, good to see you. Hopefully next time in, in real life. <laughs> yes, thank you. All right, take care. I'm trying to move my mouse and it's gone to right. sleep. You know, I, 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 I give you your story when I lecture. Do you? I absolutely. <laughs> I, I say, look, there was this woman who was told to park herself in the corner and she refused to take that for an answer. And because of her, I'm here today. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.